You're listening to an episode of the Break the Cycle podcast on the SVTV network. Hey folks, welcome to episode 4. I've got a very special guest today, Niharika Gupta. Uh she's an author, creative writer, she's a yoga practitioner and a fellow martial artist, so that makes it awesome. Uh we've had a very interesting conversation. Uh we're going to be talking about uh some of the challenges that millennials and the Gen Z face, um which is the title which is the subject of her book Adulting. Do check that one out. Uh we're also going to talk about how to let out your creative expression. um without putting the filters of what is someone going to think about it which is very 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 important and we also spoke about how she manages to cut out the noise in this very information heavy world like we're constantly distracted with social media um the noise around us with respect to people's opinions and so much more and sometimes getting your thoughts out there or your expression out there in the truest form possible uh is a task so that's something we definitely will be touching upon i hope you enjoy the episode and as always i look forward to your feedback um we've also tried to make this one a little shorter uh from what uh someone mentioned that uh 50 minutes is too long <laughs> so uh i hope this kind of sorts that out um do reach out to me on instagram uh, i'm on aadhar malhotra at instagram w a d h a r m a l h o t r a yes exactly like the card and uh, my email address is the same at gmail.com uh, i hope you enjoy ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of break the cycle i have a very special guest with me today she's the author of the best selling book adulting please 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 welcome niharika gupta hey niharika hi hi uh tell us about a little bit about yourself okay so i started writing the book during my masters in creative writing uh, uh-huh. it was my final thesis right and this was in england when i came back to india i completed the book okay what is the book about for our audience so the book is about three characters three millennial people who live in delhi one is a social media influencer one is a books editor and one is an author himself so two girls one guy the challenges that they go through which includes stuff like social media addiction identity crisis writer's block a love right. triangle and so on a love triangle yes <laughs> right i'm going to park that one aside for a second <laughs> um what led you to write this one cuz you i mean this is an interesting subject because a lot of us kind of have uh, this whole search of how do we get over social media addiction and all of those things so what what led you to write the book I think a lot of the things that I've seen while growing up a lot of the way that I've seen people around me my friends people my age who aren't my friends how mm-hmm. they're living their lives and there's a way that we can do things a little better we need to be a little more in touch with ourselves we need to like filter all the social media all the information that's coming in mm-hmm. and it just gets really hard to connect with yourself at times and if we don't do that it gets really hard to understand what we want when it comes to making big decisions like maybe a job a change in country even getting married 
Right, so I want to move, uh, I'm going to park the book for a second, and I want to talk to you about um, some of your, like your early history. What led you to becoming an author, specifically? So I've always been a reader. I've always been into Harry Potter, uh, Aragon. I've just always been a bit of a bookworm. Mm-hmm. And I did English honors from LSR because I wanted to write. But it turned out that that course was more about uh, criticism, literary criticism of maybe the period, say, for example, when Pride and Prejudice was written. So it wasn't so much as about the craft of writing, but mm-hmm. I was around books, which was good. Right. I took a gap year after college okay. to explore different kinds of things, media, um, journalism, mm-hmm. maybe the film business. I did a filmmaking course, but... After a whole year of doing different things, it all, even advertising, copywriting, it all came back to books. Right. So I worked in publishing. Okay. And I was really happy. Like, I was a person who was excited to go to office on Monday. I had the most ideas. <laughs> I wanted to work with every department, like PR, marketing, what's happening in sales. Like, tell me everything. Uh-huh. But then overnight, I just wanted to be the person who was writing the book, right. not editing somebody else's book. Right. And it just happened overnight. And... Within two, three months of that realization, I found myself in England. I was applying for a master's in creative writing for a year later. Right. But serendipitously, it just happened and I was doing my master's in creative writing. Hmm. Awesome. But, um, all right, so when you were writing this book, or let's kind of step away from the from this book for a second. Uh, did you try and write anything else apart from adulting? Like, were there any challenges that you faced with respect to just getting content out there? Or were there any challenges? Because a lot of people uh, even have this thing of, at least families, uh, also have this thing of, what are you going to do with writing? Like, why don't you just get a job? Well, luckily, my family was very, very supportive that way. But Mm -hmm. the challenge I did have was, uh, I was very influenced by the Nirbhaya incident. Okay. And my first book, the one that I applied to my university with, right. was about a rape survivor who goes into a reality TV show and then she faces all the prejudices, good and bad, by people on the show. Right. However, that was a very mature book and my manuscript tutor advised me to maybe hold on to that idea, explore it a little later because it was going to be a tough book emotionally. Right. So that's the idea that I've shelved. Okay. Yeah. Any plans of taking that one out? Maybe in a couple of years. I'm I'm leaning towards fantasy, but you'll have to wait and watch to see (laughs) what happens there. Right. So, uh, what are the um, so as you know, we 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 call break the cycle because we're trying to we're trying to figure out ways to kind of break out of autopilot, Mm -hmm. uh, at least in life. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the cycles or personal cycles that you had or you had to break? Um, something that helped you reach this vision of I want to be a writer and I want to write this book specifically. I think the biggest thing for me was actually completing the book. Okay. There have been points when while writing the book, it was like uh, 
I'm just sitting here and writing this book, but what's going to happen? Is somebody going to publish it? Mm-hmm. Oh, what if people don't like it? Is what I'm writing even worth being read by somebody? Like, uh, do I even have a message oh, to go out? <laughs> so, and and then th- these things are all fine, but right. when they bother you, when you're in your writing space of like those two three hours, uh-huh. then you really have to exercise a lot of mental strength in order to complete. the book and then right. after that you have to have a lot of um, belief in your work to mm-hmm. actually send to send your work to an agent or mm-hmm. a publishing house mm-hmm. uh, maybe for for a while i was scared to press the send button because i was afraid of hearing ki what Yikes. are they going to say are they going to reject me are they not going to like me <laughs> so that was terrifying like even more than writing the book just pressing the send send button creating the email like 20 times uh-huh. So that was the cycle I had to get out of. Right. Yeah. Any other ones like not related to writing or just in general? Like my biggest one which I'm still kind of battling is procrastination. Oh. <laughs> I'm thankfully getting out of it, but procrastination happens to be the cycle that I've kind of been working on yeah. breaking. Yeah. So is there any such thing with with you? Yeah, I think uh figuring out what i want in life cuz uh, i have a few close friends family members so parents yeah parents can say whatever <laughs> they want but Ooh. when when when, okay, when right. friends and family uh, when people my age my close friends they say stuff to me about my life and how i'm living it mm-hmm. that really strikes a chord sometimes and i have to sit down with myself and tell myself ki nahi nahar ka this is what you want to do in your life mm-hmm. and it's okay for other people to think whatever they want hmm. that's still really tough for me to deal with i think that's a larger issue that all of us kind of face right hmm. now no way hmm. hmm. like you you've kind of gone in detail uh in your book as well hmm. the the challenges that um millennials and i i don't know if post millennial is a term but yeah gen z i kind of go with that yeah yeah i i don't like the whole gen y <laughs> thing but anyway <laughs> uh yeah so millennials and gen z and uh, you've kind of gone into the issues uh, there um as well mm-hmm. you think that uh, i mean let's elaborate i think we can touch upon those as well so what are the common issues that uh we all face do you want to elaborate on that during your research for the book uh, sure i think a lot of girls when they put up uh, pictures online yeah they tend to face body shaming comments or if somebody's put on a little weight maybe they're a bit reluctant uh-huh. to put on pictures online on social media mm-hmm. so that's a thing i think guy or girl everybody faces right then my, that's with the character aisha my character ruhi she has an amazing vision for her publishing house mm-hmm. but she's not really confident enough to get it out there okay. and it doesn't help that her mother is her boss oh yeah 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 lyrics right. yeah so she has a tough time getting her vision across and uh, having the publishing house take it on and even after she does eventually um it comes to a close and she has to find her own way mm-hmm. but she struggles and she finds her way that's her journey So I think that that's pretty common with people and if somebody's a creative person mm-hmm. finding ways to get over creative blocks people right. a lot of times people don't know how to maybe I've been guilty of that as well like sometimes you tend to have a drink and write or you go out and party or you try to get experiences from the wrong places mm-hmm. so you just have to keep your eyes open Define or wrong places <laughs> maybe I'll tell you after the podcast <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so so the character in my in my book, he uh, abuses Tinder a little bit. Because he's okay. just trying to find interesting things to write about. So okay. he's putting himself through interesting experiences. But that is the wrong source of inspiration for him. Okay. Right. So there are other things which he ends up writing about which actually have a message in them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're a, if you're into maybe designing, writing, poetry, songwriting, there mm. are ways to tap into the creativity productively and uh-huh. healthily. Right. Do you have some ways that you can share with people? Yeah, sure. So um I love going for long walks. Uh-huh. If I'm stuck about what to write about, I I always try and read different types of books. Mm-hmm. I love Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Um I love fantasy TV shows so whatever I'm interested in right I try to expose myself to more of that okay and it just strikes but mm-hmm. one thing is really important to not just take in all the information for example that Netflix or Prime is throwing at you you really have to filter e- yeah, yeah yeah double edged sword there yeah 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 cuz I really really like Netflix I do like Prime as well but <laughs> I also find my and I'm this is an unpopular opinion I'm hmm. sure I'm probably going to get a lot of hmm. blowback for this but I can't stand the way you are <laughs> because the amount of information that's just being thrown at you mm-hmm. and that whole habit of binging just really takes up yeah a crazy amount of your time i think youtube yeah. and social media in general the same thing and i happen to work as someone who puts out a lot of content on mm-hmm. social media uh, or at least handles clients and i have to do that but uh I think that like you said right those are some of the issues that we're all facing social media addiction there's a whole Netflix and Prime thing So Netflix and Prime in the sense is so there are I'm sure there are amazing shows there but you right. have to search a bit right. so as long as you don't just go and click something that that looks good you you just think a bit about the kind of stuff you like watching it's going to like maybe inspire you mm-hmm. that's one aspect but um the social media addiction just yeah. when you're just sitting waiting for somebody your thumb automatically goes to instagram right yeah so the effects of that yeah. i'm really worried that our attention spans are coming down we can't focus on anything and i'm really worried about how gen z is going to take to all of this cuz we need to focus right if you're doing yeah. something important uh-huh. it's like you feel like uh, smoke you feel like instagram Oh god. Social media yeah, is like the new smoking it, I like, like to that. say. Yeah, I got to kind of inject a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 true. It's yeah. dopamine, right? Yeah. It's exactly like a drug. Mm-hmm. That's how Instagram works. That's how So on Facebook you used to get likes for a uh, notification for likes, but now you get it for so many other things just yeah. cuz Facebook is trying hit, yeah. to huh. Oh lordy. Yeah. I mean, if if you read about I think some of the one of the founders of uh not the founders one of the one of the core people of facebook he's actually gone on record stating this that it's meant to work like an addiction it's really scary wow yeah yikes um, oh and um also india is the so this is coming a bit onto the selfie thing yeah. but india is a country where the most number of deaths have happened due to selfies taking oh yeah selfies. yeah yeah i i read that stat somewhere yeah. my god that's yeah, yeah. But I think that's more that's more about appearances. I mean, wait, a no, selfie does end up going on social media. Exactly. <laughs> and TikTok. 
Oh yeah, what that's the new. What is your opinion thing. on TikTok? I I'd rather keep it to myself. <laughs> no, okay. So I think that uh, I mean my personal opinion on social media is it's a powerful, powerful, powerful tool. Hmm. It's a great, it's a great way to get a message out. It's hmm. a great way. Uh, to get some information as well mm-hmm. if and only if you're using it wisely you're actually conscious of your usage but um like even for me like the the whole instagram thing and the notifications bit the whole dopamine hit thing mm-hmm. oh man that is kind of scary that that's that's one thing that where even i go wow that's cuz all of us kind of suffer from it right we're all going to like middle of the conversation you're going to pick up your phone and just go okay let me check my feed no i don't do that i've had people who have done <laughs> that in front of me and i've been guilty of that as well hmm. um coming back to your characters like mm-hmm. how do you come up with those because they seem to have very specific <laughs> issues and they're yeah. specific to the issues that we're discussing like each yeah. one of them one's a social media influencer so clearly the whole yeah um instagram dopamine bit seems yeah. to be there and there's another person who's Uh, you mentioned editor. the author, the editor, yeah. who wants to know if he's got a message or not. Uh, the author. The author, sorry. And yeah. the editor with the identity crisis. Right. So I feel like I've divided myself into three people. Oh. <laughs> That's how the book has come about. <laughs> Damn! Elaborate. Yeah. Um. Well, so I can say that I've faced these challenges in different ways uh-huh. throughout growing up, but right. mostly maybe from the end of college to to even right now mm-hmm. yeah so i i tend to have creative blocks as well though i never went when the drastic way that they just did right i do tend to um i mean i know now how to deal with creative blocks that probably the the thing that i know the best but mm-hmm. i i do have an i'm sure that i'm sort of having like a little identity crisis right now like I have a lot of ideas about what else to do mm-hmm. uh not for my next book but otherwise in terms of content cuz I like creative writing blogs all of that. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to find ways to get it out there and I don't know what I represent what also there are these things like what am I representing on my social media? Mhm. Am I showing do, do I talk about my book do I talk about my challenges? Right. Nice. Yeah. that really helps uh, how did you kind of i mean if just a very very straightforward question um are there any actionable steps that you have for people um because i think your book kind of dives into that as well very actionable steps on what we can do to kind of get over some of these challenges or break out of some of these uh routines or habit patterns that we've made with respect to say social media or an identity crisis Sure, I would say that maybe on a weekend just take some time and sit with yourself and just ask yourself what you want. Are you are you happy with how your life is going? You may be surprised at the answer. Uh there are a lot of resources as well online. Some of them are on my website. Some of them are books like Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. So what they do is they give you a series of exercises, tasks. Uh-huh. Uh, it might ask you to say list twenty five passions of yours, mm-hmm. and then you will realize that okay, out of out of twenty five, I can start two today, which you haven't even thought of. It's very you. It's very easy for you to access them. Right. And there are things like. 
when you were growing up uh, if if somebody said something negative to you about a really creative idea uh-huh. it's possible that that's become a core belief mm-hmm. so you have to start unpacking that or acknowledging that and it's going to just help you with a bit of freedom in order to move forward with your life mm-hmm. yeah speaking about passion what do you say to those people who cuz i've actually had conversations like these where someone's actually said i don't know what my passion is i don't have any i don't think that's possible though <laughs> I- i'm sure they have some interest in something like mm-hmm. in the sense everybody has a niche of things like uh you you like martial arts i like mm-hmm. martial arts some people like martial art movies right so what right. if they just take a class mm-hmm. or if somebody likes um a certain kind of music if they want to pick up an instrument and try it or even if they just want to deep dive into that niche of music right it's just something like that creative feeling or even even if somebody is uh, in business or in some, if somebody's in marketing it's about having that creative spark mm-hmm. to get what you have out there right so i think you can you can bring your passion to your work as well if it allows mm-hmm. awesome that brings me to my second last question uh-huh. <laughs> what do you want the person sitting at home to take away from this conversation three or four things yeah what do you want them to take away from this okay so i want you to to uh take away the fact that if if there are things which feel incomplete in your life mm-hmm. or if there are things that you want to do there is a way for you to access that if you maybe just make time uh for yourself and sit down and start writing about it or discussing it with people so i would say that don't don't uh behave in a way that you have regrets later on mm-hmm. so even if that is your go to for this process you should totally try that uh the second thing is explore uh, explore yourself uh, in different ways try different things so you will maybe understand things you like don't like like different sports mm-hmm. maybe if you're not into into gym into working out you try different you try cult i don't know you try kickboxing i i think uh yeah so one big thing is exercise like i really want people to exercise more and not just for health but for mm. their mental hygiene oh man it yeah. just really <laughs> helps like that's the reason why i started exercising i was in england i was all alone it you know the it happy. really opens your head up right i mean yeah. like all these ideas start coming in yeah. the, the weird part is that when i heard that i was yeah. like what are you guys talking about yeah. you know, that sounds like bullshit i mean there's just yeah you know you work out you work out you get fitter how yeah. does that affect your brain and then no. finally i was like oh wait no it does your brain really starts to go right exactly. after that yeah it's more important for the brain than your body mm-hmm. and the third thing is find a way to filter all the information that's coming to you uh ads on tv what you're watching on netflix what you're watching on prime mm-hmm. the music suggestions that you're getting on spotify i mean it's great to discover stuff mm-hmm. but don't just take in stuff that's thrown at you cuz understand that there's a lot of money marketing advertising and and that there may be better stuff that you enjoy engaging with more so you just it's still there on netflix it's still there on spotify you just have to look a little deeper and this is going to add uh layers of um meaning happiness it's just going to you know round out of all the rough edges right. it's just going to make the whole experience of life 
a little softer more fun more conscious yeah 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 cuz what you mentioned was another I mean, was something that we discussed with another guest of mine uh mm-hmm. uh zoya Mm-hmm. Uh, who has this brand called Asli which is all about mm-hmm. um sustainable fashion and right. she was talking about conscious consumption mm-hmm. and that was more from a physical sense that we were talking about like consume like actual physical consumption right. buying stuff right but uh, yeah this this is an important point you mm-hmm. have to like what you're consuming online as mm-hmm. well has to be a conscious effort yeah damn your brain just soaks and stuff like if if you just enter a room i just enter the kitchen and the help is listening to the radio and it's like a song i don't even pay attention to but 10 minutes later it's in my head and yeah. i'm like damn there's so many things getting into my brain that i'm i don't want it to but it yeah. just is so that that's super important well, we live in a noisy noisy world yes yes and it's only getting noisier oh yeah thank you nirika uh my last question where can these people reach out to you okay so i have a website niharikagupta.com n e h a r i k a g u p t a .com mm-hmm. i have an instagram page n e h a r i k a gupta niharikagupta23 and yep my book adulting is available on amazon and in all the bookstores around awesome Thank you so much. This has been a very lovely conversation. Yes, it was fun. Guys, uh take it from me, the book is brilliant. Go to Amazon, check her book out. Uh and definitely definitely reach out to her cuz that conversation like this one is going to be lovely. And until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. You're listening to an episode of the Break the Cycle podcast on the SVTV network.